Hey kiddo, welcome to the Inspire to Engage podcast, where we talk marketing for small business owners, how we can serve our existing clients well, and ways for us to engage more with potential clients. And of course, we'll talk some about the juggles and struggles to do all of this while still having a life. I'm your host, Rachel Eubanks, and I'm so happy that you're here. In this episode, it's just me. It's a solo episode about Instagram stories. I get a lot of questions about stories, so we're going to tackle this topic head on. Also know, this is a shorter episode, or at least I'm aiming for it to be. I read recently in Anne Hanley's book, Everybody Writes. This book I highly recommend, by the way, for any business owner, because she leans on the belief that everybody can write not just the ones anointed with this anointed with this golden ability. Anyway, it's chalked full of great advice in super short chapters, like two or three pages each, centered around one tip or topic. It's an easy read. And then as a business owner, we need to write, not books necessarily, but emails, social posts, and product descriptions. So we're writers, just like the title of the book, Everybody Writes. Okay, back to the tip I read. The ideal length of a podcast episode is about 22 minutes long because that's the length of our attention span. Now, I'm not sure how old that research is, but just knowing myself, it's probably still accurate. I'm not promising this episode is exactly 22 minutes long, just that it's a shorter one. And that's easier to do with a solo episode. Only one person talking. So I'll try to control my long-winded self today. Okay, back to our topic on Instagram stories. I shared the research about a 22-minute podcast episode because our our attention spans are short. That's why Instagram stories are so popular. We can tap a person's or business's story and quickly know what's happening in their world in just a matter of seconds. In this episode, we're starting at the beginning. What is an Instagram story? Then we'll talk about how to create a story. And even if you, as a business owner, should invest the time on stories. We'll talk some about using hashtags and then stickers like the mention and the location sticker to grow our reach. And if at the end that you think I leave something out, let me know. Send me an email at hello at inspiretoengage.com. That way I can help. Plus, I can plan to include that topic in a future episode. If you are brand new to stories, this analogy may help. Instagram stories, in my mind, are a lot like PowerPoint presentations. A PowerPoint presentation is made of slides that we click through to get information. And stories are made of images and videos that we click through to do the same, to learn or to be entertained. Each person's story is like his or her PowerPoint presentation for the day. Instagram stories expire after 24 hours. You, the creator, still have access to them in archives, but others cannot see the slides that are older than 24 hours. We'll talk more about this 24-hour thing later in the episode. Now, before you go thinking that a story has to be like a 
PowerPoint presentation that you made for your government class in high school or the presentation last week for your business, you know, all organized and moving from one topic to another in a seamless flow. Nah, <laughs> throw out that notion. Stories on Instagram are like PowerPoint presentations we made with our friends back in the day. The ones for fun in computer class when we were bored. Or picture how your eight-year-old would create a PowerPoint presentation today. Chalked full of graphics he loves and pictures that make him happy. No real organization, but you know what he did that day or what is important to him just by clicking through. There you go. That is what Instagram stories are. Your PowerPoint presentation for the day with no rules, no teacher grading your work. Now, that is not to say that some businesses do not put a lot of effort and time into executing beautiful Instagram stories. There are companies and solopreneurs who their stories look like something out of a magazine. And well, they may even read or tell, do I dare say, a story. As a business owner, if you choose to use Instagram stories, you decide how you want your stories to read. You get to choose the style, fly by the seat of your pants, or something more branded and curated. I'm drawn to all kinds of stories, and you probably are too. Oh, a reminder, our style really should come down to what our ideal customer will be drawn to and likely to watch. Because as business owners, we're on social platforms to ultimately make money, to drive people to our site or to our store or email list. One way we do that is by showing up well on social media, but it's not just for grins and giggles and because other businesses are doing it. Having business accounts on social media is just way too much work otherwise not to have that goal in mind. Okay. Back to what I was talking about before. So I defined what Instagram stories are by comparing them to PowerPoint presentations of your day, just with no rules or points deducted for missing punctuations. Another way to look at Instagram stories is like a magazine article about a person or a business. You know those beautiful layouts where someone famous, such as Oprah, answers deep questions about her life as well as silly questions too. And the pictures are some of, of her in her home. And then another image of her in the backyard where their beautiful dogs are next to her garden. Those things are often what you find in a person or business's story. Insight into what's important to them, as well as things that they may find funny. From beautiful images to blurry ones. Really, story, stories are less stressful than posts in our Instagram feeds because, well, they disappear in 24 hours. That's part of the fun of it. So, now, how do you create a story? Or you may hear the phrase, add to your Instagram story. Okay, I'm seriously about to walk us through several steps so if you're new to Instagram stories and want to try, sit down, follow along, and go for it. In a few minutes, I will talk more about how to tag how to tag someone such as me so that I can celebrate with you if it's your first time adding to your story, or even if you're just fairly new to the game. 
Okay, head into your Instagram account, and at the top, you'll see a row of round pictures. I'm sure there's a real name for those little round pictures, but I can't think of it right now. Your beautiful face or the logo of your business, whatever your profile pic on Instagram is, that will be on the far left. That is your Instagram story. That's your magazine. That's your PowerPoint. The other round pictures are other people's or businesses' stories. You can click on their round pictures to watch their stories. But let's talk about you for a bit. Click on your profile picture there in the top left. When you do, you'll see an even smaller profile pic of you in the top left corner with a plus sign. By clicking that, sorry, by clicking that tiny profile pic and plus sign, you can add to your Instagram story. Makes sense. Plus sign means you can add. When playing around for the first few times, the easiest thing to add is to snap a picture. See, when you click the plus sign to add to your story, your story opens already in camera mode. So simply take a picture to have content for your story. That's the simplest way to get started with stories. However, if you don't want to go that route and you want to add a specific picture, it's fairly straightforward. You'll see at the bottom left a small square with the last picture taken on your phone. I'm working with an iPhone, so my Android friends will have to tell me if that's different. Click that tiny image and your, ca and your camera roll with all of the images on your phone will pop up. Scroll through, find an image you want to share and tap it. Ta-da! Almost done. Very close to having something in our story. All the fun and style comes from adding stuff on top of the image or the one that you snapped a few seconds ago. Or you really don't have to add anything to an image. You really can just let it speak for itself. Let it breathe. That's up to you. But if you do decide to add things to the image, look across the top of your screen. You'll see about six icons. One of them will be the capital A and lowercase a. By pressing that, you'll add text. It brings up a text box. There are font choices and color choices. The font is found in the top middle. Click on things like modern or neon or typewriter to find the one that you like. Be sure to click done when you're finished. That closes the text box. By clicking the squiggly line, you can draw on the picture using your finger. Of course, there are, there are several options there, like the thickness of line and color. There's an eraser too. Click that eraser and then move your finger over your mess ups to erase. To get out of the drawing mode, be sure to hit done in the top right. Or I've also found the undo option is very important in the drawing mode as well. I should have mentioned that when I was talking about the eraser. And the last icon we're going to talk about on this episode is the sticker options. Assuming that you hit done in the drawing mode, you'll see the sticker icon near the A's, near the text box and the squiggly line, the drawing mode. By pressing the sticker icon, it looks like a little square with a corner turned up, a little bit like a sticker. You'll see lots of options, too many to talk about today, but a few key ones are the location button, the at mention button, 
and the GIF button. Let's start with the location button. By clicking it, you can add a location to your image. You'll choose whatever location you want added or type it in the search bar to find it. Tap the city or place that you want to add and ta-da, it'll be added to your image. Another sticker is the at mention sticker. It's usually a light orangish yellowish color with the symbol, the little A, you know, with a circle around it and the word mention. By clicking that, you can tag or mention a friend or business. Type in that business or friend that you want to mention, and you should see their account as an option come up below where you're typing. Tap that account that you want tagged and done. As I mentioned earlier, this is one way that you can tag me so that I see your story and can celebrate with you if this is one of your first stories or, you know, almost your first. Last of the sticker mode, for now at least, click the GIF button. Usually a gray button with the word GIF or the letters G-I-F. That is where you'll find all of the fun animations, the fun stickers that you see on people's stories. You can use the search bar to look for something specific or just scroll what, or I'm sorry, or just scroll whatever is there. When you find the one that you like, simply tap it. The GIF will be added to your picture. Okay, to leave the stickers options, you'll swipe down on the screen. There is no word done to tap in order to leave like there was for the text box and the drawing mode. Like I said earlier, there's way more than location, at mention, and GIF stickers. But for now, you have an idea of how to add things to an image in your stories. Oh, and stickers can be easily resized by what I call pinching. That's a technologically advanced term for using two fingers to make a sticker smaller or larger. Like when we used to pinch our little sister or brother's arms when we were younger. One more thing to mention before we move on. If you find yourself stuck somewhere, like you were in the stickers option and clicked on into GIFs to grab a hilarious animation and now you can't find your way out, look for the word cancel in the top right. It will get you out of there. This is from coming from a gal who gets so angry when she can't find what she's looking for and it's often because I'm not in the right place. Hitting cancel or swapping the screen down like we did to get out of the stickers mode, usually gets you back to something that you recognize in stories. Once you're happy with a slide, or at least not utterly embarrassed, remember, fight the perfectionism. We are ready to add this slide to our story. To do so, click the small round profile picture at the bottom of this image. Under it will say, your story. That means add to your story. It may take a moment to upload after you press it. But ta-da! You now have added to your story. And to add more, you'll do the same thing. Go back to your feed or to, or to home and click on your round icon picture at the top left. Hit the smaller round picture with a plus sign and get to it. 
Last thing to know, how to delete. In case you add something that you don't want or have a horrible typo making shot, S-H-O-T, to something else or luck to, well, you know the alternative. I found that I'm way braver to try things when I know how to delete. It's less scary because I can just get rid of it rid of it if I don't like it or have some horrible typo. With that said, if you're a perfectionist, don't use the use the delete button too often. I'm preaching to myself right here, but I know there's others. To delete a slide that you added to your story, click the three small dots at the bottom of the story slide. Under the three dots, it says the words more. Click the dots and from the menu, choose delete. And it's all gone. If you're working on a story on a story slide, but haven't added it yet to your story, you don't like what you've done, simply tap the X at the top right. Your work will be erased and you'll return to your Instagram feed. Okay, now here's the real question to me as a business owner and as a marketing consultant. Do we do stories? Do we add to our stories on a consistent basis? The easy answer, the one from the marketing book, is yes. If our audience hangs out in stories, then we should be there too. So, if so, that is the first question we need to ask ourselves as business owners. Is my audience there? The second one, if I'm being real though, do I have time to put content there if the answer is yes, my audience does hang out in stories? Do I have time? For many of us, it really comes down to time. I know all of the great adages that say you spend your time doing what you want or don't be mad and sad at results when you aren't consistent. And I believe in all of those things. But I also know we can't meet any of our goals if we don't sleep at some point. So back to the time thing. We don't have to truly create new content for stories, but we do have to make time to curate then. That means to select already made content to share in our stories. And like I said a second ago, that takes time. For example, if we have a post in our Instagram feed that we love and want to share to stories, we can click on the post itself and hit the little paper airplane icon. A menu will pop up that allows you to select and at the top of it, you'll see add post to your story. Click that and boom, you'll be taken inside your story. You can do all the other things that we've talked about already. You can go to stickers and select a GIF or you can add text or the location if you want to. Side note, you technically can choose to send that post to other people in that list that pops up when you hit the airplane icon and your post will be sent to them in a direct message. If you choose add to my story, it will go to your story and your followers can see it. But let's talk, let's go back to talking about adding slides to our story right now and tapping the paper airplane icon. And once you do that, you're going to select add to story. That's an easy way to start sharing content on your story. And fun fact, 
You can do this with other people's posts too, not just your post. That is what I mean by curate. Select great items to add to your story that other people have made. Note though, you can't share from one person's story to another person's story or to your story. Only from their Instagram feed. You know the regular, regular old posts and then share it to your story. Quotes are great for that purpose of curating stories. Things that you can be proud to share, but that you didn't spend two hours making the content yourself. Heads up though, from my experience as a social media manager, it can be time consuming to find things that you want to put in your stories. Just be cognizant of time and your purpose. Otherwise you look up and it's been an hour of searching and there's still nothing in your story. We can get caught going down a rabbit hole. Let's pause for a word from this episode's sponsor. Do you need help creating the right marketing plan for your business for our new normal economy? Would you like help learning how to use online marketing tools such as Canva, MailChimp, Zoom, and many others? Would you like an experienced coach to help you set the right marketing goals for your business and help you stay on track to reach those goals? Melody Thorstrup with My Size Marketing is perfect for the job. She has over 28 years of experience in the marketing industry and created her MAP Marketing Coaching Plan for busy, overwhelmed small business owners just like you maybe. Visit her site, www.mysizemarketing.com, that's all lowercase and no spaces, and click on the free strategy call button to get started today and take your marketing to the next level of success. Now, back to the show. Okay, before this episode ends, I want to talk about a few of the finer points. There's still so much more to discuss, but as we talked about in the beginning, there's also an, att- also an attention span thing, so we'll, we'll stop soon. First, remember to experiment with hashtags in your stories. You can add them using the text button. Remember, that's a capital A and lowercase a. Or you can add one at a time by going to the stickers option and selecting the hashtag sticker. Now, about hashtags. I recently stumbled across somewhat contradicting advice, and it comes from two sources that I really trust. So I will share what I learned and let you experiment for yourself. I have been experimenting as well on my own account. First up, Jasmine Starr. She says she uses up to 10 hashtags. That's all that Instagram will allow you to use on a story. To not look so tacky, of course, we hide the hashtags. Pinch down the text box and hide it under a GIF. Her video was from January of this year. I do that myself on Instagram stories, or I did until I started my experiment about two weeks ago. I'll tell you about that here in a second. Then, from Social Media Examiner, I watched an interesting video from late 2019. Let me state right now, this podcast episode is being recorded mid-May 2020. Technology information is only relevant until the next update rollout or big algorithm change. So dates are important when talking about social media and doing research. 
So in this social media examiner video, Jen Herman, one of their Instagram experts, states that Instagram looks down on hiding hashtags, hiding 10 hashtags, in fact. She recommends using just three and not hiding them. They have to be legible. Now, that doesn't mean they have to be large, just not microscopic. To be specific, her example dealt with people changing the color of the text of the hashtags and hiding them in the background of the photo. She didn't address hiding them behind GIFs. So we're left wondering, can Instagram tell if we hide them behind a funny emoji? That's the question. So to recap, Instagram allows us up to 10 hashtags per story. Make sure that you type them that they are underlined, meaning they're clickable and your story slide will be included in that search. Next one up, and it is debatable, how many hashtags to use? Do we use three or 10? You decide, you experiment. I am currently experimenting with three on some of the Instagram accounts that I manage to see if there is a difference in reach. But you experiment and email me if you come across a source you trust discussing these specific topics, numbered of hashtags, and whether to hide or not. Email me at hello at inspiretoengage.com. Okay, just a little bit more about hashtags, specifically on stories. They act similar to hashtags on regular Instagram posts. It helps categorize your story, that particular slide, and it makes it findable for anyone searching that hashtag. But before you think, yeah, 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 Rach, tell me something new. The strategy for using hashtags is different though Is different though in stories. Because story content only lasts 24 hours, no harm in going big. I'm sorry, there's no harm in going big and using hashtags that are super popular because there's a greater chance of people searching for those larger, more popular hashtags during a 24-hour time period. Quick side note, that is the opposite of what we want to do for hashtags on a post in our regular Instagram feed. Using hashtags that have something like 10 million other posts with the same hashtag is not usually a great practice for our feed. For example, the hashtag happy has 574 million posts with that same hashtag. So the likelihood of our post gaining momentum when someone searches hashtag happy is extremely slim. And especially when we're talking content that will stay on our feed forever until we delete the post. Because our post will continue to get buried under many other posts that are with a hashtag happy. But I digress. Let's get back to talking about Instagram stories specifically. Because stories last only 24 hours, we want to use hashtags that have the biggest likelihood of being searched. So go for the popular and trendy ones when it fits your story. Okay, recap on this part. Use popular and trendy hashtags, ones that are very large. Don't go obscure. Hashtag chocolate chip cookies with raisins are so good 
is not going to help us if we're wanting to expand our reach. Story content lasts only 24 hours, so we want to give our stories a chance of being found in searches. Something very obscure is not going to help. The one exception is an event, even if it's an, even if it's a small event. People could be searching that event's hashtag, especially around the time of the event itself. So sad because not a lot of events are happening right now, but I still want to share that tip in case the world opens again. Plus, this can be true for virtual events as well. Okay, we're about to wrap up this episode, but I want to share a couple of ways to help expand our reach in stories before I do that though. Use the location sticker. Remember, it's found in the sticker options. That can help expand our reach. Be as specific with your location as you can and that you're comfortable with. The more specific the location, the greater chance of us showing up in searches for even the surrounding areas. Lastly, consider tagging other people or businesses when it makes sense to your story slide. You can do that two ways. With the at mention sticker, like with where the with the location sticker, the at mention is found inside the sticker options. Or you can simply use a text box. You can tag up to 10 people currently on a story slide. When we do that, the other person or business receives notification that we were tagged in the story. That increases the likelihood of them sharing it in their stories, hence increasing our reach for a bit, at least for a bit. And note, that is the only way that we can share from one person's story to another person's story. That is by being tagged. When we are tagged, we receive notification in our direct messages and then are given an option to add it to our story. Okay, this is plenty of talk about Instagram stories for one podcast episode. There is still a lot more to cover, but this is a good stopping point. And if you're new to stories, it's a good starting point too. If you want to know more about Instagram stories, please shoot me an email with your questions at hello at inspiretoengage.com. That way, I know what questions to address in future episodes and can share some resources with you in the meantime. Here are a few key takeaways from this episode, at least for me. Number one, Instagram stories are similar to a PowerPoint presentation in the sense that you move through them like slides. And a tip, if you want to stop at one slide, perhaps to read all of it, simply hold your finger on it. That pauses the slide until you lift your finger. And if you want to speed up, just tap. A tap moves you to the next slide. Number two, content on Instagram stories expires after 24 hours. Number three, and that brings us to the big question of whether we, as business owners, should spend time creating, curating, and tending to stories. Remember the first question to ask, is my ideal client hanging there? If the answer is yes, then we really have a decision to make. Number four, an easy way to get started with stories is by sharing other people's posts. By tapping on the post in the feed, remember, not a story slide, but in the Instagram feed, tap the paper airplane icon and choose add to my story. From there, you'll be taken to your story and you can do all the fun things 
like adding text, drawing on the background, and adding stickers like the at mention to tag someone, or fun GIFs, or the location sticker. Number five, we headed into the murky waters of hashtags. If you want someone to tell you what to do, then I'll do it here. I suggest starting with three hashtags. Choose trendy, popular, choose trendy or popular ones, ones with lots of posts with that hashtag. Things like hashtag shop small or hashtag vacation or hashtag purses or hashtag best life. You get the point. For Instagram stories, stay away from obscure ones. We want to use ones that are more likely to be searched during a 24-hour period. Number six, use location stickers and tagging other people or businesses to help our reach. That way, more people are likely to see our stories. Of course, we only tag people if it makes sense to our story and to our business. Number seven, Lastly, I know you may be wondering what content to post in stories if you are wanting to experiment, or maybe you're a pro and you just want some fresh ideas. I have two quick suggestions. My friend Lindsay Hazel at The Lindsay Hazel uses the concept of buckets and thinks about filling those buckets. For example, Monday's bucket is motivation. So she fills that bucket by sharing great quotes on her stories on Mondays. Often, these are ones that she loves from other accounts. She didn't create these necessarily. And Tuesday may be behind the scene bucket. So her stories that day may focus on sharing things she's currently working on for her business. I love her stories and strongly suggest you checking them out. They're a good example. A second tip Head to my friend, Molly Marshall. Her account is Molly Marshall Marketing. I had her on the podcast earlier on episode 14, where she gave all kinds of great Instagram tips. Some of them are about stories specifically. In April and May of 2020, she created two great posts titled 20 Instagram Story Prompts. Those prompts are definitely worth taking a look at, no matter where you are on your Instagram story journey. Okay, kiddo, as I bring this episode to a close, I want to remind you the power of reviews. If you find value in this podcast or this episode, please leave a review, rate us. You know that it does powerful things for podcasts and for businesses in general. And if you are realizing how important it is to talk to your ideal customer, to know him or her well, so that you can speak more directly to her, save yourself time from wondering, what do I say? Or even thinking, he or she doesn't want to hear from me. Well, you're wrong. Your ideal customer does want to hear from you. Part of it is we have to get to know our ideal customer better. Head to my website, www.inspiretoengage.com, all lowercase, no spaces, and download the freebie, Know Your Ideal Customer Better. That freebie talks about the stage of life that your ideal customer is living. Many business owners skip this step. They just assume that by knowing age and name, and perhaps maybe that their their ideal client shops at Target, that that's enough. 
That is not enough. We need to think about what his or her daily struggles are, their big achievements. By knowing those things, we're able to talk more clearly, more directly. We ourselves know more about our business and where we're wanting to take it. So I encourage you to head to my site, www.inspiretoengage.com. Download that freebie, Know Your Ideal Customer Better. It will help you have more clarity about who you're talking to. And with clarity comes freedom and confidence. Okay, I hope you have a wonderful week. I know things are starting to return to more normal in some areas. And so if you are, I hope things are going well for you. If you're not, I also hope things are going well for you as as much as possible. And I'm looking at the time and realizing I did not make the 22-minute mark. In fact, I'm far from it. But thank you for hanging in if you are still here. Have a good week, and I will catch you in the next episode. Bye.